0: The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing.
1: Horse Racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. It's the L.A. County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos with opening day set for this Friday. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years, from the great two-time Horse of the Year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate. West Coast, Gamin, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet will include a special Independence Day program featuring the great Lady M Stakes on Tuesday, 4th of July. Plus, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, July 8th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred
2: racing at Los Alamitos. Opening day is this Friday afternoon. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at drf.com slash bet. That's winning at drf.com slash bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Santa Anita, home of the 2023 Breeders' Cup World Thoroughbred Championship. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 to reserve your room for your next visit to Santa Anita. By Legacy Ranch, home of top California stallions Mr. Big, Clubhouse Ride, and Straight Fire. Get started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com. Enjoy billing made easy with Horsebills.com. By Semis Original, great food and a great satellite wagering experience await you in Orange County where the 5 and 405 freeways collide at Semis Original. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association, it pays to own a cow bread. By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available, get the sheets. By the Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing, sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com, selection from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derpy Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona, the Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike.
3: And welcome to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition. I'm Bob Ike. I'll be joined by co-host John Lindo in just a minute. It's closing weekend at Santa Anita, 12 races today with a 1 o'clock post, 12 races again tomorrow, closing day, with a noon post on Father's Day. Today we've got coverage from Belmont Park, Monmouth has Haskell Preview Day, Ellis Park, Gulfstream. And Pleasanton to talk about all that and more. Let's bring in my co-host John Lindo. Good morning, John, and happy Father's Day weekend.
4: Well, same, same to you, Bob. It's going to be a lot of fun. We finally got a little sunshine after all that June gloom. It'll be really good conditions of racing at Santa Anita today. Twelve race card, both Saturday and Sunday to finish off the meet. So, uh, and uh, you know, like the Haskell Preview Day, other things to mention. There's there's good stuff around the country today.
3: Yeah, definitely. Well, let's first uh, start with talking about last week's Belmont Stakes, the third jewel of the Triple Crown, and uh, three different winners this year, although one jockey, Javier Castellano, rode two of the winners, different horses, and it was Arcangelo winning this year's Belmont.
4: And you've got to give a lot of credit to Javier Castellano for the win in Belmont last week. He saved every inch of ground with Arcangelo, cut the corner turning for home, and you had uh, tappa Trice six or seven wide down the lane, and Forte coming uh, wider still. And and they got it for a second and took the third. Forte beat tappa Trice and nose for second, but the length and a half win by Archangelo. He saved more ground than those other horses were beaten. The terrific ride by Castellano, very first win by a female trainer in a Triple Crown race. Congratulations to Jenna Antonucci, and uh, for the fifth straight year, Bob there's been a different winner of the Derby precus and Belmont setting up a wide-open scramble for the three-year-old picture the rest of the year.
3: I kind of like it, John. If there's not a dominant, you know, triple crown threat, I think it's kind of fun, and I thought the Belmont was a really good, interesting, competitive race. Archangelo went from a maiden winner to the Peter Pan to the Belmont, so uh, very fast development. He He really got a great trip, and You know, my only concern was, is he pulling a little bit down there? Is that going to cost him at the end? But once they found daylight, he kicked away and had enough left to hold on. We're going to talk to John Hardoon later in the show about those rag figures on the horses you mentioned who raced so wide. You know, the the two Pletchers out there, Forte and Tappett Trice, did lose a lot of ground. I thought Forte ran a big race, all things considered, had been off since... The Florida Derby missed the first two legs. I mean, that's a tough task, John, going a mile and a half. So I thought Pletcher really did a heck of a training job to bring him up to that race and running as well as he did to be second. What do you think?
4: You know, you got to remember with Forte too, uh, because he was the vet scratch on on the day of the Kentucky Derby. He, you know, it had been a week since he had worked going into the Derby, and then he couldn't uh, work for two weeks after that due to being on the vet's list. So he missed three weeks of workouts, and he's coming off a 10-week 10 la- 10 layoff going a mile and a half. That is a tall tor- order, and then he's wide to boot, and he still managed to, to pass most of the field and run second. So I thought it was a huge effort, all things considered. And, uh, you know, when you figure horses like him uh, in the mix with, with the, the derby winner, Mage, with the previous Winter National Treasure, you have Archangelo from the Belmont, and you've got the horses like the, from the Brad Cox barn, like Angel of Harlem. Uh, we still, you know, we haven't seen uh, Arabian Knights come back yet for Bob Baffert. He has Arabian Lion, who was a grade one winner uh, on the undercard in the Woody Stevens. And you've got horses like Extra and AO coming back. He won a, a nice allowance race at uh, Ellis Park last week. And uh, we haven't seen Cave Rock. So there are a lot of three year olds that could put a stamp on this division the second half of the year.
3: Yeah, it's wide open. It'll be a fun second half. The races like the Travers, the Haskell, And, of course, leading up to the Breeders' Cup Classic. And, John, you mentioned a horse in there. I'm becoming a big fan of Arabian Lion. I thought his win was excellent. I think he's just going to continue to to develop for Baffert. And it's not going to surprise me if we get to the end of the year and uh, this one's on the top of the list.
4: You know, he's really developed into a fighter. Earlier in his career, it looked like if you looked him in the eye, you might be able to break him. But he's come alive. Uh, That win at Pimlico... And then Sir Barton was awesome, and then he came back and and looked even better winning the Woody Stevens, which is not an easy race. And, you know, he sat just near a fast pace and now finished the closers. And uh, I I don't know if he's a real mile a quarter kind of horse, but uh, right now he he is battle-tested and he's good, and we'll see how far he wants to run. But I agree with you. He's really developed through the spring and early summer.
3: John, you mentioned closing weekend. Uh, we've had we're going to run 34 races here in the three-day closing weekend. 10 yesterday, 12 and 12. Um, many of them full fields. John, where have these horses been hiding?
4: One of the things, that, the, the best things that has happened during this meeting over the last couple of years is, is the two tracks, Santa Anita and Del Mar, working together. The Del Mar Ship and Win program, we've talked about it on the air, with all the first bonuses you get, the shipping stipends uh, for Del Mar. Well, you're allowed to make two starts in May and June, a total of two starts at Santa Anita to remain eligible for the Del Mar Ship and Win. So we're seeing a lot of horses coming into California early, helping to field these fields. To give you an idea, on today's card alone, there are nine Del Mar Ship and Wind horses coming in to run today. On tomorrow's closing day card, out of the 12 races, there are 11 horses eligible for the ship and win. So they're boosting the field sizes. And congratulations to both of the tracks working together and doing the most important thing they can do, which is build the field size for the horse player.
3: And, John, two stakes races today at Santa Anita for the babies. The two-year-olds go five furlongs in the Phasic tipton debutante and the phasic tipton futurity. That's the one we're going to have you look at, race number seven in here. A uh, short field of six. There's a four-to-five favorite. So it'll be interesting to see how track announcer Frank Miramati calls his namesake Miramati, the four-to-five favorite in race seven. What uh, What'd you think, John?
4: Well, the first thing I think is on my San Anita bingo card at the beginning of the meet, I didn't think I would see Miramati racing against Harry Houdini at Santa Anita. <laughs> didn't think that was going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen today either. Harry Houdini has entered back tomorrow in a maiden race, so I'm expecting him to scratch from the rail. But Miramati is a, a, a horse that cost $1,050,000, a son of the leading sire, into mischief. And if you see him work on xbtv.com, he, he looks like a three-year-old. He's a big, stout, good-looking horse. I don't think he's a bullet from the gate. He doesn't look like he's one of those jump out of the gate and just immediately open you know, up four lengths, but he's fast. And he's he, and from the outside post, if he gets outrun a little bit, he ought to have a clear path. He'll have to probably catch the two cowbreds in the race, number two, refocus, and number four, going mobile. I thought going mobile was very impressive winning his debut and he galloped out like a horse. You know That was four and a half furlongs. So I don't think the five furlongs is going to get bother him one bit. Refocus was very professional winning his debut down from the inside. That's going to come in handy because he's going to be down on the inside again today. But I think all eyes are on Miramati just because of the price tag. It's a Bob Baffert first-time starter debuting in a stakes race. So you know uh, the ex- expectations are high. He's four to five on John White's morning line. Let's see what uh, Miramati does today, and like you say, I'll be listening to the call as well.
3: <laughs> exactly. Well, John, uh, your selections is available on the Lindo Report each racing day, and that uh, is available for free at the South Point. And uh, we want to get a Santa Anita pick from you, but before that, John, let me just get that number out for the South Point. Anybody wanting to get up there, uh, talk to Steve Johnson. He's the race book manager. You can call him at 866 866- Seven eight zero seven two two three. He's doing a great job up there, and you get your thoroughbred LA horse players rate. Uh, tell me you heard about it here. Pick up your Lindo report for free, and the race book. What could be better, John? The the hot dog cart is right behind the race book. I mean, it is uh, it's heaven on earth. Always fast
4: and firm, and the race book it's warm in the summertime. Don't worry about it; it's seventy two degrees and. Uh, you'll have a good time, uh, Bob. We speak from experience. That hot dog cart works pretty well.
0: <laughs>
3: it really does. Well, John, where do you want to go for a Santa Anita pick today?
4: Let's go to race six of Santa Anita. In the sixth race today, number seven picture of a lady was scratched in the post parade on May the 27th. You know, that you would think is a negative. They, they bring her back today, but they protect her. She's protected from being claimed with that CHRB rule, so that's a positive sign. She had worked well coming off the lap before she was the vet scratch the other day. She continues to work well. I just think she's well-meant, and I I think you get into this spot, she had to fall into a good stocking trip. It's not a tough field, and a 5-1 to on the morning line. If you look at the the intentions here, I think you've got a live shot with number seven, picture of a lady race number six at Santa Anita. And, and Bob, I know you've done some work around the country today, and you came up with something you like at Belmont Park.
3: Yeah, I'm going to go to Belmont Park. I did not put out a selection sheet today. Uh, my next day will be on opening day, Delmar. That's July 21st, and then I'll be on a regular schedule from there on out. John, get back to get back to handicapping, and uh, it'll be a weekend schedule after opening day at Delmar. But I'm going to go to the fourth race today at Belmont, seven furlongs on the turf course, and uh, I'm going to try number seven Ruse, and here at four to one. For trainer Tim Hills, uh, this is a horse who can fire fresh, is drawn well outside. I think the seven furlongs will be a nice distance. This horse has been going longer, but I think coming back seven-eighths will be uh, just about perfect for this horse. So... Belmont today, race number four, that is the seven-horse, Ruse, four to one on the morning line. Try to get the money today as my radio play. John, let's take our first time out. When we come back, Scott Shapiro from Twinspires.com, Bob Mazursky for today's RacingDigest.com. That's the next segment. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition right here on AM 830 a home of Angels Baseball.
0: Fans, Be sure to join us here at Spectacular Santa Anita on closing weekend for great racing and good times. On Saturday, two-year-olds will take center stage in both the $100,000 Fasig Tipton Debutant and in the $100,000 Fasig Tipton Futurity at 5 Furlongs. Don't miss our traditional closing day feature on Sunday, the 84th running of the Grade 3 San Juan Capistrano at a mile and three quarters down the hillside turf. Sunday is also Father's Day, and we've got several Father's Day events event packages, including our Father's Day trackside barbecue, a front-runner buffet, drums for dads in the chandelier room, and more, all available at santaanita.com slash events. And on Saturday, providing there's no single ticket winner on Friday, we'll guarantee a $1 million payout to any single ticket Jackpot Pick 6 winner. And we'll have mandatory payouts in all exotic wagers on Sunday. First post time on Saturday is at 1 o'clock. And on Sunday, first post is at 12 noon.
2: Developed by Horseman, horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks tax of invoices, handwritten checks and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice is sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members for more info call 888-938-4643 888-938-4643 or log on to horsebills.com that's horsebills.com See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five-furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks, too.
5: G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM
0: 830 KLAA. Welcome
3: back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles, Bob Ike and John Lindo. And uh, John, before we bring in Scott Shapiro, how about Cowbread of the Week? Let's go up north to find uh, this week's Cowbread of the Week.
4: Absolutely. Our caliber of the week will be Sadie Bluegrass, who won the $75,000 Dream of Summer Stakes at Golden Gate last Sunday. Sadie Bluegrass is by Bluegrass Cat out of the Grayson Mare. Sadie Claire was bred by Nick Alexander, owned by Madden Racing, come and sigh, and is trained by Jonathan Wong. The winner's share of $46,000 puts her career earnings over $346,000. And speaking of Cabras, how about a shout out to Legacy Ranch Stallion, Mr. Big. Uh, the sire of Big Pond, who was an impressive debut winner yesterday at Santa Anita and Calbred Maiden Special Weight Company, for owner-breeder George Kerkorian and trainer Tim Yakteen, it absolutely pays on a Calbred, Bob.
3: John, Big Pond was really impressive yesterday One nicely uh, stocked from the outside Came away I thought that was a very highly rated uh, cowbred race The runner-up ran well And uh, Tim Yachtin having a very nice run here at Santa Anita So I think Big Pond is one to watch in the future, John
4: I agree And, you know, being by Mr. Big You might see turf You might see two turns in that horse's future
3: Well, let's bring in Scott Shapiro from Twinspires.com Good morning, Shapper.
4: Good morning,
6: Bob. Good morning, John. Good to chat with you guys. I did want to add one three-year-old to the John's uh, big list of uh, horses in the mix to keep an eye on uh, as we head into the second half of the year. I think this star and the winner of the Matt Wynn, who finished fourth in the Derby, also is going to take a big step forward uh, as we head into the summer.
3: Nice, yeah I think the crop is maybe you know not filled with superstars, but a lot of very solid horses, so it's going to be a fun second half of the year well shoppper, how's it going since uh, switching venues to the p patch
6: yeah it's been uh, it's been good in many ways uh, the quality of racing same product we just kind of switched the condition book over to henderson it's been a, been a challenging uh first four days through the uh, Ellis uh, meeting there uh Couple of uh, big big payout days the last couple of days. Speed for the most part has been dominant, although the last couple of races yesterday it seemed to play a little bit more fair. But uh, looking forward to uh, a good weekend and uh, yeah, it's been fun uh, covering the races at Henderson so far.
3: And you guys have a couple hundred seventy five thousand dollars stakes races today. We want to talk about the first one? That's race eight, the Monomoy Girl. A uh, couple real quality fillies in here, in Hoosier Philly and Wet Paint, and and Shepard. Just looking at the configuration of this uh, this mile race at Ellis, it starts on the bend. I I gotta really think inside posts would be a big advantage here.
6: Yeah, good point, Bob. It's a one and a half turn type one mile configuration, so it's different than Churchill's one turn, and different than Santa Anita and Del Mar's two turns. So. Yeah, the outside post, in a, in a compact group of five, with a scratch of by the three Never Tell Patty and the Monomoy Girl, I don't think it'll be much of an impact, but definitely you'll notice when the bigger field sizes come at this one-mile trip, the outside posts are at a disadvantage. And the rail could be at a little bit of a disadvantage if you don't break well, just the way the configuration lies. But a great point by you, and definitely something to keep an eye on as you're playing these races at Ellis over the next couple of months. The one-mile is not a one-turn, and it's closer to a two-turn, but it's definitely not a true two-turn race.
3: Yeah, just a strange uh, starts like on the first turn and makes a straight-up run into uh, the three-quarter pole. Anyway, uh, yeah. John Lindo, I know you wanted to – I'm sorry, Schapper, go ahead.
6: Yeah, I was just going to say the closest thing I think you could compare it to is that for those that watch Saratoga, the, uh, they redid the Wilson shoot last year. I think it's the closest thing that we have to what we have at Ellis.
3: And how did you see this race, Shepper?
6: I thought it was a two horse race on paper, Bob. You mentioned Wet Payne and Hoosier Philly. They look like one of it looks like one of them should get the job done in here. Hoosier Philly bouncing back big time from the grade two black uh, actually from the two grade two races down in New Orleans. And it was uh, a big effort in the Black Eyed Susan where she made the lead and finished second to pack. And then Wet Payne, of course, finished Fourth is the favorite in the Kentucky Oaks this year. Not much of an excuse for the Brad Cox trainee. And the way the track has been playing, I prefer who's your filly in here. She's going to get to jump on wet paint and her other rivals. And I think she's rounding back into the form we expected to see from her, and we just didn't early on in her three-year-old campaign.
3: John Lindo, I know you wanted to get something from Mr. Shapiro.
4: Right. Well, you know they're running for first level at Ellis Park, so the money is really good there. And I know you've done work. How about a pick today at Ellis Park?
6: Sounds good, John. Let's go to race six. It's the start of the late pick five first level allowance event for three-year-olds and up, going a mile and a sixteenth over the turf course. And I'm on number eight, More Than Looks, fourth career start, second against winners, 4 trainer Cherie Devoe. The son of More Than Ready took on winners for the first time at Keeneland. Uh, at the tail end of their meet, and ran a huge second at odds of nearly 9-1, to one, was caught wide throughout that day under jockey Joel Rosario. The winner was the favorite that got a much better voyage. I think this race should set up nicely for number eight, More Than Looks, who gets Christian Torres aboard Christian. If you haven't followed him, did really well at Oklahoma in this winter and has really uh, cemented himself as a legitimate jockey here in Kentucky. So race number six, number eight, More Than Looks, is my radio play of the day.
3: Thank you, Schapper. Go get them today on the Simulcast Show. We'll be watching.
6: Thank you, guys. Have a great rest of the year, uh, Sancti. need to meet. Best of luck.
3: Okay, that was Scott Shapiro. Let's bring in Bob Mazursky. Bob is, of course, the regular handicapper for the Southern California newspaper groups, does his great at handicap in there? selections available at todaysracingdigest.com. Good morning, Bob. How's it going?
7: I'm good, guys. How are you?
3: We're doing well. Well, you're also uh, the PR director at Los Alamitos, and you will be opening up on Friday. So tell us about it, post-time, stake schedule. Give us the details, Bob.
7: Yeah, as you said, we open on Friday. It'll be a 1 o'clock post every day. The first weekend we're going to run Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then the second week will be a special, we'll go July 1 through 4, so that'll be Saturday through Tuesday, including the July 4 holiday on the Tuesday. And then we'll wrap it up on the closing weekend, July 8th and 9th. So we'll just run Saturday and Sunday to wrap it up before people head to Del Mar. One o'clock post every day. Our steak schedule, we have the Bertrando a week from today. That's a mile race for older cowbreds. Then we have the Great Lady M on July 4th. That's a grade two, $200,000 race. A lot of good fillies have won that over the years. And then the final stakes of the meet is the Low South Derby on July 8th. That's a mile and eight for three year olds. And that's $125,000 purse.
3: And you also have a traditional pick six there, Bob, which uh, some of us really appreciate.
7: No, I know that's the what I call the <laughs> Kurt Hoover and Bob Ike pick six. I know it's a pick six that most people like. It's the one that goes way back to the start of the pick six, $2 minimum bet, and with a 70-30 split, so there's a, a carryover, and you get five thirty percent for five on days when nobody has six. and. Uh, you know, just the traditional no jackpot we and we have the one dollar pick fours, which is the same as the nighttime card. So we have two pick fours a day on the races two through five and then the final four races of the day.
4: John Lindo. But before we ask about uh, the race of Santa Anita, Jay, the uh phase in deputy, one other thing about the, the LA County Pyramid I, mean, I like, Bob, they have a, a on track handicapping contest with birth to the National Horse Player Championship. And this and this meet, I, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Bob Mazursky, it looks like Jan, uh, July the 8th will be the day of the championship uh, qualifying tournament? That
7: is correct. It'll be July 8th. It's a $500 buy-in. $400 goes into the prize pool. You know, and uh, it's just betting strictly on the low-sell card. Win plays show exactly as trifectas daily doubles. You know, and uh, as you said, there's two berths available to next year's handicapping championship in Las Vegas.
4: Well, excellent, and uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about At Santa Anita. We, we talked about one of the co-features today, the fraternity. The, the face tipped in debutante goes this race three. Interesting race when you get a cow bread again, uh, against a French bred in a two-year-old race in June.
7: That is true. It looks like a match race between those two. There's five enters in the race, but it looks like a match race between the, the two impressive first-out winners. Becky's Dream, who won very nicely for Hector Palma, and Crazy Hot, who won impressively for Jeff Bondi, it looks like. They're the top two in the race. Grand Slam Smiles coming down from Northern California, where she won on the Tebita. And then you have two unstarted maidens with slow work. So it looks like, you know, Crazy Hot and Becky Dream, that it should be a good slugfest between them. I ended up picking Crazy Hot just because she's drawn outside the other horse. I think if it had been drawn the other way, I probably would have gone for Becky's dream. But it should be a good uh, contest between those two.
3: And, Bob, uh, we want to get a Santa Anita selection from you brought to uh, us by Today's racingdigest.com.
7: Yeah, I'm going to go to the very first race. It's a horse I picked on the air a few weeks ago, and he just missed by a head. Irish royalty. I'm going to give him another shot today. He's got a half furlong more to work with. First off the claim for Mark Glatt. he claimed him for sixty-two five. He's running him for a hundred in this spot, one and Warren takes the call. And I think there's enough speed drawn in the race that he can get up in time. So number four, Irish royalty, seven to two on the morning line in race one.
3: Bob Mazurski, first race, the four, Irish royalty at 7-2. to two. Good luck, and we'll talk to you again next week while your meet uh, gets started on Friday.
7: All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good day.
3: Okay. That was Bob Mazurski. Let's take our next time out. When we come back, John Hardoon from the and Sheets, Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. That's the next segment. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition right here on AM 830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball.
6: Radio
2: AM 30. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California, and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626 445 7800. That's 626 445 7800. Or log on to CTBA.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbread. Where the turf meets the surf, where the
6: turf. surf down at Old Delmar where the turf means a surf where the turf means a surf down at Old Del Mar, where the turf means a surf down at Old Del
2: Mar, Mar. Kippin' Win Bonuses are back this summer at Del Mar and are better than ever Guaranteed $5,000 check for any qualified starter in first ship and win start on dirt. $4,000 check for any qualified starter on turf. 50% purse bonus for every dirt start this summer. 40% purse bonus for every turf start this summer. For questions, contact David Jerkins at 858-792-4230. See you at Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf, down at Old Del Mar. Where
6: the turf meets the surf, All right now. down at Old Del Mar.
2: Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The Satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m., 1. 120 high definition TVs great food and drink and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta get lucky at Sammy's Original 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest and online at Sammy'sOriginal.com The best of quarter
1: horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Tonight look for outstanding pools in our early and late pick fours. Our early Pick 4's pools have been around $200,000. And remember, Los Alamitos will add $10,000 to the Pick 6 pool on Sunday night, if there's not a carryover. And racing fans, this Sunday night, Los Alamitos will host its richest race so far this season, the Ed Burke Million Futurity. Top juveniles will be in action in the Ed Burke led by unbeaten star and fastest qualifier political rivalry. And the impressive Separate Heart, who won her trial by over two lengths. And remember that our daytime summer thoroughbred meet opens on Friday, June 23rd. First post will be 1 p.m. next Friday. And as always, we're open for daytime simulcasting seven days a week. The best of racing, always at Los Alamitos. It's the Ed Burke this Sunday night.
8: Angels Radio,
5: AMA 30.
3: Welcome back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles, Bob Ike and John Lindo. And, John, uh, if people are coming up for closing weekend at Santa Anita, uh, send them to a place that we like a lot, uh, the Lay Meridian.
4: Keep in mind, too, it's, it's the place to check out for your breeder step plans in November. It, it's uh, Now's the time to do that. If you want to come up to Santa Anita, it's across the street from the track, the Lay Meridian Hotel, area code 626 626- Seven 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 six six nine nine. Ask for the Thoroughbred LA rate, or you can go online to Marriott.com and use the code S nine four nine eight. They'll give you a discounted rate. Get your room set up not only for closing weekend this weekend, but for the Breeder Step in November.
3: And John, we've talked a lot about the Del Mar Ship and Win. We don't need to get into all the details. Uh, it's just, to say the least, a very lucrative program. And if people want to contact J- David Jerkins, John, uh, how about his phone number?
4: Yes, sir. Any questions about the Del Mar Ship and Wind Program? 858 792 4230. As for David Jerkins, he'll give you the lowdown.
3: Let's bring in John Hardoon from the Rag and Sheets. Good morning, John. Good
9: morning, Bob. Good morning, John. How are you guys
3: doing? We're doing great. understand you've got some nice weather back there uh, on the East Coast. And uh, before we get into today's picks, uh part part of the theory on the Ragazine sheets or a lot of it actually is ground loss so john and i were curious about the numbers for the belmont did uh forte or Tappet trice uh get a better th- uh, ragazine number than archangelo
9: well forte got the best number in the race it, it was obviously a, a, a race of two different trips uh arcangelo never left the wood and uh forte was six and seven wide turning for home so as it turns out arcangelo won the race running a seven and forte finished second running a six but they don't pay you for the final number they pay you when you finish <laughs> <so>. <laughs> you can that they do right but it doesn't mean you're going to collect
3: yeah exactly right uh John Lindo, I know uh, Mr. Hardoon was est- interested in a race uh, at Monmouth. So why don't you go ahead and step in, John?
4: Yeah, uh, uh, okay, John, man, I tell you good. what. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, just a tr- let's explain. The Monmouth Park has a Haskell Preview Day, and uh, just a terrific card at to Monmouth today. And uh, John Hardoon, you had mentioned you had some interest in the uh, Salvatore Mile that goes at race 12 on the card at to Monmouth today. So I'll let you roll with that.
9: Okay, well, whenever you have a race where you think the favorite is vulnerable, and that's the case with uh, this year's Salvatore Miles. It's the 12th race today at Monmouth. I think the number nine horse, uh, Torres, who will be the favorite, Chad Brown, Florent Giroux, I think they're vulnerable off the layoff. I narrowed it down to two horses, number one, Petulant, number eight, Nimitz Class. It looks like uh, an exact the box you can make and wait out the window. And I give a slight edge to Petulant. He's the longer price, and he's breaking from the inside. I would make a 1-8 to jack the box and bet the one to win in this year's Salvatore
5: mile.
3: And, uh, John, we want to also get another pick from you before we let you go. Last week you gave us Arabian Lion, a very impressive winner of the Woody Stevens. Uh, Let's make it two weeks in a row. Where do you want to go, John?
9: Let's go to Belmont, race number seven, seven furlongs on the main track. And I love the number three horse in here, always charming. Uh, this is a four year old Geldman from the Robin Corsaris Barn. This horse got good at the age of four. First two races this year, either one of them win the race. I rather choose the board to ride. He's listed at seven and two on the morning line. I like number three, always charming to win today's seventh race out of Belmont Park.
3: Always charming, race seven for. John Hardoon, tell us about the website, John, and uh, what's available today.
9: J o n h a r d o o n dot com, three best plays, ten dollars full card, twenty five dollars today. We have Belmont, Santa Anita, terrific card by the way, and Ellis Park selections.
3: Very good, thank you, John. We'll talk again next week.
9: Okay, guys, stay
8: safe and be well. Thank you.
3: All right, that was John Hardoon. Let's bring in Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. Good morning, Bruce.
8: Good morning, Bob. Good morning, John. How's it going, guys?
3: We are doing well, and uh, the circuit up there has switched to Pleasanton. So what do we look for now going from the synthetic surface at Golden Gate to the dirt surface at Pleasanton?
8: You're going to see some form reversal. Horses with previous stronger form on the dirt will pop back up again. You'll see improvement. And as far as running styles, on the two-turn races at Pleasanton, you know, at Golden Gate, it's not exactly speed-favoring going two turns on that synthetic track. You will see speed carry better, I think, in the two-turn races at Pleasanton. So a couple things to look at, but I think you're going to see some definite form reversal over there.
3: John Lindo, I know you wanted to get a pick from up north, and uh, we've we've got the Golden Hour stuff still going on, right, John? We've got the, the $5 uh, Golden Hour Daily Double, the pick four, so... Uh... John Lindo, no, go ahead and jump no, in. I, I'm
8: going gonna, I'm gonna to
4: correct you on that, Bob. We don't because okay. it's between the, the two stronic tracks. That's, that's, uh, no, that is that's no, not true. So okay. no golden hours until they go back to Golden Gate. But one thing before I get a pick from Bruce Finkelstein I wanted to ask Bruce, this, this year the horses will not be allowed to be stable at Golden Gate. They're doing the renovations on the back stretch. So horses are going to be spread out between Pleasanton and Sacramento. So we'll be training on the dirt up there. And I, I I think that might give people a better indication of who's handling the dirt surfaces before we see them in the afternoon at the races.
8: That's a great point. Totally agree. I don't know that really a good work over the synthetic means a whole lot when they're running on these different surfaces. So great point. And, uh, yeah, you might see maybe some first-timers or some layoff horses do well uh, this year at Pleasanton.
4: And then with that in mind, we're at Pleasanton today. I, I, it's one of my favorite fairs. I, I like the fairgrounds there. I've been up there to watch and, and play races. But I, I, I flew up one time to claim a horse and flew back the same day. Uh, let's have a play at Pleasanton.
8: Yeah, one time, uh, John. I don't know. Not as much anymore. But at one time, I would call this the most speed-favoring track in North America at one time. It was crazy. The, the track has been toned down over the last couple of years a lot more fair, especially early on in the season. Let's take a look at a horse that really should perk up here. Let's go to the sixth race, $20,000 claimers, uh, non-winners at the level, non-winners twice. Let's go with the reclaimed horse in the sixth race, the five, Winter Falcon. He ran well second race off a -a six-and-a-half-month layoff, ran well enough at this level at Golden Gate. He was claimed by Jonathan Juan. They shipped him to Santa Anita. He ran into a buzzsaw. Bad pun, the name of the horse was Sawazdi, and that was the day that Ron Ellis had him, and he ran off the page that day going crazy fractions. Winter Falcon chased him, but just kind of finished up the track. This is an easier group today. Here's the better news. Not only the reclaim by Blaine Wright, this horse won an allowance race in his only try at Pleasanton almost a year ago to the day um, Certainly, that race puts him in there, but I look for a turnaround. He's been getting fit out of his races. Doesn't have to face a a runaway horse like Sawazdi here today. So, in race six, let's go with the horse with a win over the track. The five Winter Falcon at eight to one on the morning line.
3: And come south for a pick at Santa Anita, Bruce.
8: This one's easy to remember. How about race twelve, the final horse in the final race, Uh, the nine Gimme Mo Baby. This is an angle I've had, uh, I've looked at for years. At the end of a long season, fresh horses do very well at these meetings uh, historically in the past, and this horse fits the bill. Gimme Mo Baby been away just short of eight months. Here's the deal. She won off a six-month layoff in a super game performance at Del Mar back in early August. Heck, her last race was great. She was fourth in the grade three on a miss. She made a big rally-wide move at the end of the turn to the eventual winner, um, to the winner, Rhea Moon, who came back, I believe, and won the grade one matriarch stakes out of there. So this horse ran super at Santa Anita, last time out. She runs in a sprint race, so it shouldn't be all that demanding off the layoff. She actually has a decent sprint debut race at Kentucky Downs a couple of years ago. I uh, like the fresh horse angle, and I think she could be a cut bet of these on her best race. So race 12, the 9, give me Mo Baby again at 8 to 1 on the morning line.
3: Very good, Bruce. Tell us what, what's available today on the website.
8: So full card analysis, Santa Anita, it is an outstanding card. Today at Santa Anita, late races from Belmont Park, also best bets at the fairs and at Santa Anita with audio included at betonbruce.com.
3: Very good. Thank you, Bruce, and we'll talk again next week. Take care, guys. Hey, John, before we go to break, let's just uh, stress tomorrow closing day at Santa Anita with mandatory payouts in all pools.
4: Right. Uh, there's a jackpot carryover in the uh, Rainbow Six going into today at $235,000. If somebody decides to ruin the party and be a single-ticket winner today, Santa Nina guarantees a million bucks. But as long as there are multiple winners or nobody hits it, there'll be a, a mandatory battle. It'll be like a pick-six carryover day uh, tomorrow. So that'll be something to keep an eye on today.
3: And just real quick on the uh, trainer And jockey standings, it looks like uh, Juan Hernandez is going to romp again. He's got a big lead over Ramon Vasquez. And uh, with no Flavian Pratt on the scene, he is just the dominant rider on the circuit. It's going to be close. The training race is good here uh, the second half of the meet. John Fildamata with 15. Doug O'Neill with 14. George Papa Padromo and Peter Miller tied for third at 12 winners apiece, so that's going to come right down to the wire, and we will uh, check that out all through the next 24 races on the card. Let's take our final timeout. When we come back, Toby Callett and Michael Rona in the final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on AM 830 KLAA.
0: Mississippi moon, won't
8: you keep on shining on me? black water, keep on rolling. And Mississippi moon, won't you keep on shining on me? black water, keep on rolling. And Mississippi moon, won't
10: you keep on shining on me? Angels Radio. AM
5: 830.
0: Racing fans, be sure to join us here at Spectacular Santa Anita on closing weekend for great racing and good times. On Saturday, two-year-olds will take center stage in both the $100,000 Fasic Tipton Debutant and in the $100,000 Fasic Tipton Futurity at 5 Furlongs. Don't miss our traditional closing day feature on Sunday, the 84th running of the Grade 3 San Juan Capistrano at a mile and three quarters down the hillside turf. Sunday is also Father's Day, and we've got several Father's Day event packages, including our Father's Day Trackside Barbecue, a Front Runner Buffet, Drums for Dads in the Chandelier Room, and more. All available at SantaAnita.com/events. And on Saturday, providing there's no single ticket winner on Friday, we'll guarantee a one million dollar payout to any single ticket jackpot Pick Six winner. And we'll have mandatory payouts and all exotic wagers on Sunday. First post time on Saturday is at 1 o'clock. And on Sunday, first post is at 12 noon.
2: Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Leigh Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide-open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699 from Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar. And everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com. Bet
10: on experience, betonbruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IDC. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio.
0: AM 830. But I learned my laughing and I bear-
3: Welcome back. Final segment, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. And if you can't be at the track, live racing this weekend. Uh, John Lendo, tell us about a couple good places to go uh, off track if you can't be at Santa Anita.
4: Well, if you're in Orange County, it's 11 minutes to post at Sammy's. The doors open at 10 o'clock there. You get the rollback pricing in the in the satellite wagering area, 2013 prices for your food menu. And if you're trying to knock down that Rainbow Six today before they give the mandatory payout tomorrow, you not only win the bonuses from Santa Anita, but you'll get $25,000 from Sammy's. So that really eliminates the takeout if you're playing the Rainbow Six down at Sammy's. If you're up in Ontario or in the Inland Empire, head over to uh, the Derby Room, which you know so well at Fairfax Park, Bob. I can't speak well enough about the food there. The service is great. The people are terrific. It's a lot of fun out there, and uh, you've got some pretty pretty good horse players out there as well at the Derby Room.
3: Yeah, no doubt about it. Some some real good guys out there, they know what they're doing, and uh, they put their money through the window. So uh, a couple great options. And, John, let's just thank all of our sponsors that you hear us talking about and Santa Anita uh, for their loyal support over the years. Without them, we've got no radio show, so uh a special thank you to all of our sponsors, and uh, they all do a great job as well. Well, let's bring in Toby Callett, who was on a West Coast swing, and uh, he is now safely back home at ter- uh, Toby's Turf Club. Good morning, Toby.
11: Good morning, Bob. Uh, the the uh, sojourn is over. Uh, aside from the miles flown, uh, roughly six thousand, uh, we traveled about twenty-two hundred miles by car. Stayed in nine different hotels and. I can tell you that they would all be running for second behind the Le uh, All right. Love about, to hear it. Aside from the accommodations, the view is perfect. It is not not—it's uh, it, not a fable. It is walking distance to the racetrack, as proven by our associate, uh, Jay and his wife Ann. Uh, they walked over uh, the day that I was there. Uh, no question about it. It's easily uh, within hooping distance. And uh, couldn't, couldn't say any more to people who are really, really sweet. Um, I'd go back in a second. Not, not any cool. issue at all.
3: Cool. Glad you guys had a great trip, Toby. Covered a lot of miles, played some golf, saw some great scenery, and uh, now it's back to racing. John Lindo, I know you wanted to get an update on Gulfstream today.
4: Yeah, they're just about to kick off with the opener. So, Toby, give us the conditions for racing today down in South Florida.
11: Well, we're fast into competitive and, to pet it, and um, I will uh, point out that uh, – uh, there are views of uh, the, what was the turf course, and uh, maybe they're doing it right this time. They have plowed it all up. It is all dirt right now uh, on the turf course. Uh, hopefully the seeding process, the sodding process, whatever it is that they're going to do, is going to work out better than uh, last year's uh, um, rigging that uh, they had done. And uh, hopefully we'll have, we'll have a good grass course uh, to deal with uh, hopefully by December.
3: Well, Toby, we want to get a pick from you. Uh, of course, your selections available at tobycallett.com and todaysracingdigest.com. Where do you want to go for your radio play?
9: I'll
11: take you to the fourth race today, Bob. Uh, scratch the three, Super Royal Moon. Um, I'm on the uh, Jose Garofalo train here. He trains the 8th Sun Viking and the 6th uh, uh, Toretto. And uh, I like the, uh, the eight Sun Viking with the 6th Toretto. Along with the five, exalted charm, and the two, assert dominance. That's 8652. How do you do in today's sport at Gulfstream Park?
3: Thank you, Toby. Uh, We'll spend more time next weekend and enjoy the day of racing.
11: Thanks, Bob. Thanks, John.
3: Okay, that was Toby Kellett. Final stop for us, our cleanup here Michael Rona from Los Alamitos. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Bob. How are you, mate? we're doing well so first of all tell us about the impressive return of impressum Uh, the world champ came back firing didn't he
5: he came back from a vacation in louisiana where he went to the farm and did some swimming and just got turned out for a while to have some rest he returned to heath taylor's barn at los alamitos a little bit short on works and that's quoting taylor The horse had one official breeze. Might have been a little heavy coming into this trial last weekend to the Vessel's maturity. So all the reigning world champion did was pulverise the opposition in the fastest qualifying time with the fastest closing split. And he'll be the favourite in the final in two weeks from tomorrow night. And a win, as he scored last year in the Vessel's maturity, will get him into the champions in December. He was fantastic and uh, presumably will derive a little benefit going forward. The other trial produced a cracking finish, a nose separating two outstanding horses, Scoops Dynasty for Monte Rosa, a deal derby winner last year, and Shotgun for Heath Taylor, who got the verdict by a nose in the second fastest qualifying time to the final. Shotgun's now three for three at Los Alamitos and lost a shoe leaving the gate in his trial win last Sunday. Uh, So plenty of merit in his performance as well. But obviously, Impressum is going to be strictly the one they have to beat in the vessel's maturity grade one in a couple of weeks.
3: John Lindo, uh, they've got the richest race in California so far this year uh, running tomorrow night. I know you wanted to ask, Michael, about that.
4: Yeah, the most lucrative race in California is Sunday night at Los Alamitos, Michael. And that's the Ed Burke million fraternity, and this is a good deal.
5: Oh, it certainly is, John. Uh, the top two on Ed Burgard's morning line are both trained by Heath Taylor. The favourite political rivalry is unbeaten in three starts and uh, has just been super from an inside gate, an outside gate, and last time as the fastest qualifier to the Ed Burke million futurity, breaking from a middle gate, has been odd on, on each of the three starts. Political rivalry, in my mind, is the horse to beat, five to two favourite, but there are several other horses with terrific form and credentials coming into this rich grade one final at three hundred and fifty yards for the two year olds tomorrow night. Tell you what, two year old stakes race at the end of tonight's programme, the Fred Skein for two year olds at three hundred and fifty yards. Perhaps you could look at it as a consolation stakes race, but there are some very genuinely talented horses in this big race tonight, um, including the tailor trained favourite Chosen One, who qualified to the Kindergarten Futurity Final after winning his first two starts. So don't overlook the stakes race at the end of tonight's program. Great weekend of racing coming up at Los Al.
3: Give us the post times for tonight and tomorrow night, Michael. Want to get a play from you as well on tonight's card. Last week you gave us Connie's Dynasty. You got back on the winning track, $7. Post times and a selection, Michael.
5: Thanks, Bob. Yeah, Actually, I was pleasantly surprised at the closing odds for uh, a noted good beginner in Connie's Dynasty. The first post tonight is 7 o'clock and tomorrow night, 630 Look, I'm going to give you a horse for tonight who has finished last in each of these two starts at Los Alamitos. Um, I, I might be losing the plot here, but in the third race, a 1,000-yard maiden, um, there's a horse called Stanford Grad who in his local debut coming down from Golden Gate Fields in early May, had trouble at the start, then checked out of it at the top of the stretch when I was convinced he had something to offer. It made me think he was the horse to beat when he came back and uh, performed. But it was just a week later. It was a one-week turnaround, and he was awful. He had every chance, very disappointing, came in last. Now, was that an anomaly? The things in his favour tonight... Our uh, post-position switch from the rail to the outside draw uh, tonight with Francisco Orduna Rojas getting back aboard. He was on the horse two starts back for the run that caught my eye. And you're getting twice the price compared to the last start failure. He's 6-1 to one on Ed Bergart's morning line, and I think he's worth a play. I think from what I saw two starts back when he first turned up here, that Stanford grad has to be used at six to one in race three number ten.
3: very good michael that is stanford grad race three we're going to turn those lasts into first and uh, make it two weekends in a row thank you uh michael we'll check in with you again next week thanks fellas where michael rona will be doing double duty john by the way uh calling day and night starting on friday
4: yeah he's going to be a busy guy out there and the racing will be a lot of fun so Uh, Yeah, He's not afraid of a little hard work, Michael Rona. So I'm looking forward to that, and I always enjoy that, going for the one-mile configuration, then you turn on the lights and you cut back to the shorter strip. It's a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, it really is. Well, a good weekend to close out here at Santa Anita. Twelve races today and tomorrow. First post today, 1 o'clock tomorrow. 12 noon for the father's day card want to thank leilani and jake rich inside mike willman will be here tomorrow from eight to ten andy harris follows us on the socal restaurant show and uh, john thank you very much for uh, co-hosting we've had a good run here we're going to head now into Los Al, and then into the rest of the summer so uh thank you john and it's going to be a lot of fun and enjoy the weekend john i know you've got family in town
4: yeah, we'll have some fun with that, and we'll be at Los Alamitos next Saturday.
3: All right, well, thank you for listening. Good luck this weekend. Cash some tickets. We'll be back next Saturday and listen to Mike Wilman here tomorrow. Good luck at the races.
10: But Mr. Ebb will never speak unless he has something to say. A horse is a horse, of
11: course, of course, and this one will talk to his voice.